Hey, hey, it's Tuesday. How you doing? Welcome to the Aftermath. This is the Under Review Show. I'm D. Obviously, I'm excited. You want to know why? Because we want another cheeseburger this week. Joining me, as always, my partners in crime, Mr. Eric Rosenthal and the Fife dog himself, Sean Pfeiffer. We, uh, we're coming at you laying down um, our honest feelings and emotional um, crushings that we took from the week in betting football. That's what the Aftermath show is about. And uh, every week we do a three-team teaser parlay that is egregious and wrong on every level, but we won this week. Eric Rosenthal, welcome back to the program. How do you feel just coming off a cheeseburger that you won? I feel fucking awesome. That's another W for the uh, the Aftermath crew. Yes. Um, it felt good. You know, well, we had a lot of two and one records uh, earlier in the season. Finally, putting it all together with a uh, is it back to back weeks uh, coming in with a win? Is I, that right? I think we might be back to back. I think we could yeah, be back to back. Yeah. We're going for the triple yeah. cheeseburger, triple cheeseburger times in a row. Oh my god! I wish we could tease the, that. The triple triple cheeseburger. A triple triple. Yes. And for you, Mister Pfeiffer, how do you feel this week? I feel, feel great, man. The Seattle Seahawks. Uh, apparently, they are who we thought that they were, and they're the luckiest team in the NFL. Well, let's and get into I'm, this, man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of that. Okay. Because our cheeseburger, for those of you who uh, don't recall from last week, um, our three games that we selected, uh, Fife took Seahawks versus Bucks, took Seahawks from six and a half point favorites at um, on the road to plus 0.5 dogs. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Was it on the road? No, they were at home, weren't they? They were at home. Yeah, and it was home. yeah, it was it was actually <laughs> exactly right. what you said as far as the line <laughs> movement, but they went from being favored by six points to to not, obviously. So yeah. minus the half point. But yeah. regardless, they they covered and it was it was a sweat. It was definitely Overtime. a sweat. Tampa Bay was leading that game in the fourth quarter. Um and, and Russell Wilson did what he he does, whatever that is. We can debate that here on the podcast, but they found a way to win that game in overtime. And it was, yeah, I mean, just at some point, I think that this made the most sense because I realized how much it meant for Seattle. They couldn't afford to lose this game, obviously in the same division with the 49ers uh, who just remain to, to look how they have all season. I don't know if I can say that I'm as confident as I was before this week uh, about the Seattle Seahawks after watching them with the magnifying glass, obviously betting on them this weekend with our teaseburger. Uh, But I will say this. I'm happy that we came out the victor in this matchup. Yeah, I mean, let's just think about that, though. And, and, And going through Seattle... I last week was not high on Seattle. Uh, I, w- I wasn't so not high on your bet, right, being like giving them a half a point at home against yeah. the Bucks. I mean, that's that's not crazy. I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't thinking that that you were you were too off there. But if you just looked at their uh, at how they've won games this season and who they are and talk about like, you know, uh, squeaking by by the seat of your pants, that's just how they play. Yeah. Is that... Is that, Eric, is that a sustainable way to play football? It clearly is right now for the Seattle Seahawks, but how do you explain them coming away with these strange last-minute Hail Mary things that they, by the way, have been doing for, a, for, for five, six years, but, you know, going in and just having this shit happen every single week and managing to, uh, you know, they're terrible against the spread, by the way. Well, not terrible. They're 4-5 against the spread, but um, 
to, to have them manage to do this week in and week out. I mean, it's a lot of luck involved. It reminds me of like the New England Patriots. You know, it, it, they're frauds. Complete, absolute frauds in every sense of the word. Yep, Here he goes again. And that, that's the, what I would say. Just absolute fraudulent team who isn't really as good as everyone thinks they are. Yep. Just like the New England Patriots with Tom Brady. And and how how do they compare to Seattle in that way? Just apart from the fact that they're, they're I think, taking it. I think what he's doing here, D, is I think he's just finding any any opportunity that he can to just throw a little bit more salt he's on the a, wound, or, or just dig that knife just a little a bit deeper in, in Tom Brady's side. Yeah, that's exactly the truth. I, I, that wasn't a good comparison on, on the Seahawks. I mean, <laughs> they're a good football team. <laughs> they're a good football team who's, who's been getting pretty lucky it's gonna be interesting to see them play the 49ers on monday night football we'll find out if the seahawks really have what it takes to uh you know sustain a, a play, be a playoff level team or if they you know get blown out by the Niners on monday night football maybe we'll realize that um you know barely squeaking by against these bad teams uh was actually luck more than skill and uh i guess we'll, we'll find that out on monday night football but yeah sean you were right I wanted to dig into the Patriots because I, I didn't know if D was going to let us uh, get into the uh, fact that the Patriots got blown the fuck out. Yeah. That's so crazy, man. I mean, I mean, we could talk about it, all, but we didn't. Nobody picked them. This is where where uh, where Fight Dog pulled the e-brake and he, he bet Seattle this week in our triple cheeseburger instead of his usual staple in New England because he didn't feel like they were going to win. Did you, Fife? That's what we call pumping the brakes yeah. here on the podcast uh, because I had to. That was just an opportunity that I had to walk into. Couldn't take the Patriots this week, six weeks in a row. This just felt a little bit, and I talked about it on last week's Aftermath show, it felt a little off. And I, I don't know why. I mean, maybe it was just more gut. Maybe it was the fact that I thought that he might struggle against that system and that style of quarterback. Uh, in Baltimore, obviously Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. If you watch the Sunday night game, they they had the crowd, they had the Smoking team pumped cigars. up. Um, yeah, it. Uh, you know, I'm glad it worked out the way that it did, and I'm glad. I mean, to be to be honest here, I'm really glad that we avoided the Patriots this week because I, I thought about it. I mean, for God's sakes, I've been playing the Patriots every single week to this yes. point. Uh, but it just it didn't feel right. It felt it felt a lot safer to to bet on Seattle, right? Uh, yeah. And it, w- w- once again, it was, it was a squeaker that one. And, and, and even on that Patriots loss there too, I mean, the Patriots lost five games last year. People forgot about that. Still won the Super Bowl. You need a good loss. Trust me. Yeah. You don't want to win every game. You just don't want to do that. It's just too much pressure. You don't learn where your weaknesses are. You don't get a, you know, a chance to, to pick them up and get that like crazy motivation a little bit. And um, you know, if you're a Pats fan looking at that game, you just see what is an uncharacteristic um, uh, team out there. And when I say that, it's like after you know, seven, eight, nine weeks of the NFL season, you, be, you begin to really define the characteristics of a team. And for instance, if you look at you know, a team like uh, like the Cleveland Browns, for instance, um, who came in like super hype. They were supposed to be great. They had all this talent and stuff, um, but they have some very significant characteristics. You know, they can't stop the run. They throw a ton of interceptions. Um, you know, they they have very clear ways that they lose games every single week, um, and uh, and they consistently do it enough for you say this is the character of the team. Where the New England Patriots, um, albeit they lost a the game, 
by 17 points, but they didn't do it in a characteristic way. They turned over the ball. They had a bunch of penalties, uh, some really bad drops, you know, things that they just don't do over the course of a season. So if you're a Pats fan looking at it, you go, you'll take an uncharacteristic loss over um, if they played how they normally play and got their butts kicked that badly. So, um, you know, moving into the rest of the season, they're still favorites to win the Super Bowl at plus 275 on betonline.ag. But if you look at it, that's if you want a loss, which you never really do, that's the kind of loss you want. Was, that's what I was about to say, D, is like that, that you have to give credit where credit's due, and the Ravens just outplayed them. Yeah, and yeah. that was just one of those games where I think, you know, you take a punch to the jaw, you take a punch to the gut, whatever the case may be, but yeah. we know the Patriots. We've seen this system. We've seen Belichick. We've seen Tom Brady. They're going to get up stronger than ever. So yeah. that was, uh, you know, for the rest of the league, don't be encouraged by this loss. Be a little bit People relish in it, though. Even look yeah. at, like, look at just Zach. He's just, he just can't, or Eric, he can't even help himself. He's just rolling in just a <laughs> pile of, like, it's like if there was catnip <laughs> thrown on the ground. I just picture him, like, just with the highlight reel on. He's just drunk at, like, just watching the replays and rolling around on the floor like it's a pile of catnip in this, in this loss. Rosenthal, um, this is what you decided to do. You took the Bills versus the Redskins, and you took the Bills from nine and a half teased him down to two and a half points mm. got yourself a cheeseburger win literally free money it's like betting against the patriots when they play a good team yeah. <laughs> there was no chance Dwayne haskins jr was going to win his first career start <laughs> on the road at the buffalo bills defense with old man adrian peterson who actually had a, a solid game but they, he they had 100 were, rushing yards in the first half did you see that yeah that's wild. yeah yeah 108 for the game yeah. um so, yeah, Did Dwayne Haskins, 108. Jesus Christ. Yep, 108. Uh, Dwayne Haskins had 144 passing yards in the game. No chance. The Redskins haven't scored a touchdown in the last three weeks in a row. That was literally maybe the easiest bet of the entire season um, was the, the Bills at home to win by that game by three or more. The Redskins could have played 30 quarters and not scored a single touchdown. So, uh, I hope, you know, there's opportunities as good as that later in the season. And when they, when they come up, we got to take advantage of them. Yeah, Devin Singletary, Eric. Wow, like what a game for him! A little little breakout for him. Twenty rush attempts, and he saw the ball on the goal line sixty seven percent of the snaps uh, in the red zone, which that's the highest, obviously, all season. So, I mean, I guess Eric, do you think that this is going to be the case for them moving forward? Is Frank Gore going to get kind of phased out of that offense? Well, Frank, old man Frank Gore is terrible at football. Um, just like LaShawn McCoy, also terrible at football at the stages in their careers. Uh, I don't want to say this because uh, I was going to try to trade for Devin Singletary in our fantasy football league, yeah, but right. I guess that might yeah, be out the window. Right. No wow. way. Really, uh, no, really, yeah. I'm not letting Devin Singletary go. <laughs> oh. so there goes that. But um, yeah, I'm going to be looking for a, a more explosive Bills offense with Devin Singletary instead of uh, Frank Gore in the backfield. But I'm excited to talk about uh, this week's cheeseburger. We're going to go uh, three weeks in a row. We're going to win our triple cheeseburger. Mm. Well, I can't wait to do it. Let's just get right into it, guys. Uh, Eric, what do you got for this week? By the way, congratulations on the, on the triple cheeseburger. And for everybody out there um, who didn't uh, follow us and uh, and decide to go do that, you're you're crazy. You may be a crazy person for not listening to our cheeseburgers every single week. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. That's that's all. That's all I got to say about that. Hey, uh, Rosenthal, what is your cheeseburger pick for this week? It is. Not completely free money, okay? It's not qu- quite oh. that. But, man, it is the best bet on the board. I am taking the Ravens from 10-point uh, favorites uh, on the road against uh, the Bengals. I was going to do it, too. 
I was going to do it too. Okay. All right. I like it. You know, Good pick. Ryan Finley, who looks like he was the guy uh, that they picked to play in the movie about Andy Dalton's sad, sad playoff winless career in Cincinnati, uh, is now making his first career start. Yeah. All law Dwayne Haskins last week. And he is going to struggle. If Tom Brady, actually, you know, if Tom Brady struggled, it doesn't really mean anything because he's not that good. But if uh, the Patriots struggled against the Ravens, I don't think Ryan Finley and the Cincinnati winless Cincinnati Bengals are going to do too much better. Uh, the Ravens should win this game. Three-point favorites uh, after the teaseburger. If they win by a field goal, yeah, at least it, it goes down to a two-team teaser. And they should win this game by four or more for sure. I love the Ravens, Lamar Jackson against Ryan Finley. It's a, it's a no-brainer. Easiest bet on the board. I'm taking it just like last week with the Bills um, against the Redskins. I'm taking the Ravens against the Bengals. Lock it up. Uh, bet online is giving away free money again this week. So I'm taking it. Wow. I mean, you, you know what? The more you, you talk about it, too, the more I'm like, that's kind of a crazy line. It's only 10 it is. points. It is. And I'm just thinking to myself, yeah. like, what are, what is, what is Baltimore on the road? Are they, are they that different on the road? Is this, is this, is there a catch here? Is there something I'm missing? They can't win by a touchdown and field goal against this Bengals team, which is, you know, basically a farm team right now. They're just like, they've, they've mailed it in. They're like, they're, they're tanking for two at this point. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the other thing, not, not to interrupt, but they don't want to win this game in the end. Like if it really yeah. comes down to it, Good point. they obviously don't want to win this game. I mean, the players do, but as an organization, they don't. And I remember Ryan Finley in college and, uh, he had a, a good senior year at, at NC state started out at Boise, uh, for those who don't know, but, uh, um, you know, he had solid numbers at NC state, but he, he wasn't a, a world beater. I think he's a fifth round pick. Um, this is not a guy who's ready to, to beat a Baltimore Ravens defense um, and out to Lamar Jackson in, in a game where, again, he has no real experience with these receivers, doesn't have, you know, A.J. Green still not back. Uh, there's just no reason to think that they're going to win this game. I, I can't believe it's only 10 and it works out perfectly on that teaser. I, I would get it as soon as possible because I would imagine by, yeah. by game time, it'll be 10 and a half uh, for the Ravens. Yeah, I, I would say jump on that because that seems like an odd one. OK, we locked it in. There you go. You get your three points on the road. Just think about that. Like, I mean, even just as a teaser and how this teaseburgers work there, by the way, teaseburgers are hard to win. Um, but if you're going to sit there and go like, hey, I'll give you three points with the Ravens on the road uh, versus the Bengals who have just a brand like who are just a, a, a dumpster fire. It's you'd a be free like, square, all man. Day. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, God. Square. Yeah, all day. All day I do that. I wouldn't even blink. Uh, Pfeiffer, what do you got for us? Mm, well, since Eric stole uh, stole my pick here, I, I really like that the Ravens pick a lot. I also had one other that I had in my back pocket just in case because I had a feeling that, I mean, that was obviously the best line on the board to tease down. Uh, you get them from 10 to 3, which is just a great way to do it, guys. I like the Saints, and I think teasing the Saints down from 13 to 6, it crosses a few lines here which I like a lot. We cross obviously the 10 and the seven gets them to six. And, and we saw what drew Brees did his first game back. Everybody was worried. How's he going to pass? How's it going to be on his hand? Is he going to be the same drew Brees threw for 373 yards and three touchdowns in that game against Arizona given it was Arizona, but they had Patrick Peterson back. I think that that adds an, a layer to the fact that drew Brees is obviously still drew Brees 
And I think that this matchup this weekend is right up there with, with what we just saw against Arizona Falcons come in ranked second to last against pass or, or pass defense in the NFL. They've just been giving up deep balls. They've been giving up touchdowns. They've been giving up just points all season long. Their defense has looked abysmal. I think breeze at home in the dome coming off his bye week, which I think is huge too. He's going to be fully rested and, and you're going to see like a 400, 450 yard passing day from breeze with this is the big if here. And I, I want to preface this. If people are going to take this advice, go play in daily fantasy sports or prop bets. Take this for what it's worth. If the game stays competitive, if the game script calls for this game to be close, which again, Vegas has this projected as the biggest blowout on the entire board. So that's a big risk. Uh, I just think that this is such a safe bet. Six points in New Orleans going against this Falcons team, which similar game script against the Cincinnati Bengals. They're just not, there's no reason to win here. Uh, I don't think that they do. And I think that they lose by a lot more than six this weekend. Oh, there you have it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was both of those actually guys I had an eye on. I had, I had a big, like my eye was just burning to bet on both of those. I thought the Ravens was probably the, the, the easiest one, but when you explain the saints, what I, yeah, I mean, it's it's once again it's the, and the Falcons are so bad it's it's so bad inexplicable how bad they actually are with the talent that's on there and I mean somebody some pundit said it the other week they they just said you know you don't want to explain the Cleveland Browns is a big difference um, to assembling talent than assembling a team um, and I feel like the uh, you know the Falcons have gone that direction they've gone backwards they used to be a great team um, and and now they're just a bunch of talented guys running around on a field looking like uh, looking like the Keystone Cops out there. What am I going to pick for this week? Well, this, this was a tough one because I had two left on the board um, that I needed to, to take a gander at. And I think I have one that I think is, is kind of smarter, but it's not as fun. And I got to okay. ask you guys, do we want to go with the fun pick or do we want to go with the smart pick here? The smart. We're trying. We're trying to win three weeks in a row. Go with the, 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 the pick that makes the most sense. That's my style. What do you think, what Eric? Do you think, Eric? Uh, I'm trying to win the listeners' cash on Bet Online. I'm trying yeah. to take the take the money from Bet Online's pockets and put it into the listeners' pockets. Okay, that's okay. my goal. I think that's what we should do here. Okay, and yeah. the uh, the the pick is um, we're we're teasing the Colts down. And uh, the reason why that was a tougher yeah. one though, because there's a half a point there that I don't like. I wish I really would have liked if if we had a a, a better line on this. But if you're, I'm taking the Colts down to three and a half. Um, over the Dolphins. Dolphins obviously coming off a big week, uh, but they're going on the road to Indianapolis. Um, this is just almost a no-brainer at three and a half points. Indianapolis is going to maybe not steamroll them. Uh, by the way, the Dolphins are going to keep it tight in the first half, too. They're not that terrible of a team. They're not this 0-16 team people thought they were going to be in the first three weeks of the season. Uh, Coach Brian Flores is, you know, he's trying to win some games here, genuinely. You know, he's not that freaking bad. Um, they aren't yeah. that freaking bad. They're really, really going for it here. But uh, they're going to come you know, off of high, they're going to go on the road and they're going to play a cold steam. That's uh, that's, that's pretty damn good. And uh, they're 10 and a half point right now. We're going to tease them down to three and a half. What do you guys think of that? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of I a like safe, it. it's a pretty safe pick. You know what my fun pick was? What the Dallas Cowboys? No, no, no. Oh, that's, okay. that's what I did last I was, week. Oh, I actually do want to talk about the Cowboys. We didn't even talk about my Monday night cheeseburger pick there. We forgot okay. to talk about that. Here, here, let me talk about the fun one. The fun one, I was going to take Monday Night Football and I was going to take the Niners um, down to plus one over the Seahawks and watch the Seahawks um, finally like lose on a Hail Mary and lose by like one point or something like that. Uh, it would have been way more fun. They, by all intents and purposes, they should just get absolutely obliterated on the road by San Francisco here. Sure. Um, San Francisco is chomping at the bit to, uh, 
you know, to, to get this game um, under, under their belt here, especially how good they're playing right now. Like, they're a really good team, and it's not even any more the, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it, Jimmy G can't lose a game, yada, yada. They're a really freaking good football team, um, you guys, and, uh, and you know, they're, they're really set up right now um, for a win here. This is the first time they're facing uh, Seattle this season, who, um, you know, Seattle basically has been, you know, beating up on them for five, six years. So uh, they love the opportunities to beat Seattle. Um, so it was my fun one, but uh, we're going to go to safe bet and we're going to take uh, the Colts. Um, Colts down to three and a half. Um, yeah, nice and easy. But let's talk a bit, guys. Now that we've got our teaseburger out of the way, let me actually just recap the teaseburger for anybody who fell asleep. Eric, Ravens at Bengals, taking the Ravens from 10 down to minus three. Fife Dog, Falcons at Saints. You're taking the Saints from minus 13 to minus six. And then Damon D, um, I'm taking the Colts. They're 10 and a half currently. And if you can wait and get them at just a, just a nice round number, that would be better for everybody. Um, this number might move a little bit, but it might go up. So you, you, you can't really be that crazy about it. But Dolphins, um, playing the Dolphins at home, taking the 10 and a half down to three and a half there. Uh, I'm going to say real, real quick, D, uh, they are uh, plus minus ten and a half, but it's minus ten and a half plus one hundred one. So you should be able to get this at minus ten. Yeah, uh, down to three uh, at some point. I think it's Good moving point. right now. I think it's moving. It can always go the other direction. So I, I just preface that. That's my disclaimer. That shit can happen, and some sharp money can come in. But yes, you're right. The money line on that is that it is moving. It means that people are agreeing uh, essentially with with the, the Colts being able to cover that at plus one hundred one. Rare, rare you get those. Um, Can I mention just yes. one thing before we move on here yes. and just say my favorite bet of the week, not tease? Yep. I think the Dallas Cowboys are so fucked. And <laughs> it, and I want to I want to talk about this just for a second because I think that this Dallas Cowboys team is about to to only maybe and we can break it down and look at their schedule. I'll pull it up here just in one second. I don't think the Cowboys win more than three games for the rest of the season. And they they're sitting right now at five and three, which would mean the best case scenario, they they finish eight and eight. Well let's talk about I, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm looking at their their schedule. Okay, so so far the Dallas Cowboys have beaten the New York Giants, the Washington Redskins, they beat the Giants twice, the Washington Redskins and the Miami Dolphins. That's it. Oh and okay. In Philly. Yeah, All right. Okay. Outside of those teams, that, those are the only teams that they've beaten so far. The teams that they've played and lost to, the Saints, the Packers, and the New York Jets. Okay? They, Look at their remaining schedule. Like, we can all agree all the teams that they played are bottom 10 defenses, right? They're, they're not good football teams. You look at the remaining schedule, they're playing Minnesota this week, which I think that they lose. Then they're playing Detroit. Then they're playing the Patriots. Then they're playing Buffalo. Then they're playing Chicago at Soldier Field. Then they're playing the Rams. And then the last two weeks, they're going to finally get a little bit of momentum back, and they're going to probably beat Philly and beat Washington. But I'm I'm really only circling three games on their schedule, and the Detroit game's in Detroit, too. I don't know if they can win more than three games looking at their remaining schedule. And I think it starts this weekend. I actually really like the Vikings plus three. I think that this is an absolute lock of all locks. And I'm curious to hear what you guys think that this team hasn't beaten anyone. Well, let's just start with my, my teaseburger selection from last week, which was, um, we, I took the Dallas Cowboys on the road 
um, versus the Giants and uh, took them from uh, a seven-point favorite on the road to a pick'em. Um, and, uh, and that worked out well for us and they, they ended up winning by a lot. It was, it was a good, a good pick I thought, but yeah. don't, I, I couldn't agree with you more because tell me this, Eric, like at any point during that game on Monday night football, did you just feel like they just had it in the bag? Cause I didn't feel like at any point they were just like going to run with this. And this is even in close games. You can watch teams like uh, how the Patriots play when they'll have a close game and they'll be, only be up by a field goal or maybe a touchdown and they'll have trouble moving the ball, but you don't ever feel from the game that they're in danger of losing it. You just feel like, ah, oh, I might come down to something, but they're eventually going to do this. There's not a second that I didn't feel like the Dallas Cowboys could just lose that game at, at a split second. Did you? Well, I divide that game in, into two sections, pre-cat and post-cat. Uh. Pre-cat, <laughs> the Cowboys looked a little bit in trouble, but post-cat, uh, you, you, them boys were going to, we're going to win the game. And that, that's kind of how, I, I, how I divided that game up. But, um, real quickly, I want to mention how crazy was the last play. The over under was 48 and a half oh, and yeah, that sack fumble point. miracle went all the way to the end zone yeah. for six points and the over hit. Congratulations to everyone who had the over on that. And I, uh, I feel for y'all if anyone bet the under, that's why you never bet the under. Yeah, you're going to see SVP's bad beat, that that being his highlight play of the week for sure. Yeah, that was just the most useless way to lose, too. <laughs> if you do, it's just useless. Like, there's so many, and there's so many times, too, where guys will just slide it out. You know? They'll be yeah. Like, ah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, the game's over. Let's go home, guys. Good job. Now, run it, walk it in, barely walk it in, saunter. It was almost a, 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 a yeah, it was a saunter. It was a saunter or a frolic, maybe. Maybe a frolic yeah. into the end zone. Yeah, what, D, what do you think, though? How many how many more games does this Dallas Cowboys team win this year? No. Like, looking at their schedule, how many more? I, I'm bang on, but there are some suspect good defenses in there. Because I know the, the point you were illustrating, it's a very, very good point. Um, because they have not faced even a remotely mediocre defenses in their no. wins, right? And that's the, yeah. that's the kicker, is that is that they actually... They actually don't like have any experience with any team that's gonna you know beat them up a little bit, and so the only the only question I have about maybe not three is that I know Lions are good but a bit suspect. Um, I think the Rams will be good by then. Um, I do, uh, and the Bears too just can be uh, you know outplayed with an O line. A little bit, yeah. There's a little suspect yeah. there, but I know. I think I think you're pretty bang on here. Uh, not many stars need to align for them to um, literally lose every game for the rest of the season. D, <laughs> sorry, D. Were you talking about the the Patriots or, or the Cowboys? I, I kind of got cut off. Yeah, you were saying was... like a team has played nobody good and they're super <laughs> overrated. I didn't know who you meant. Yeah, I, I, I did not mention the overrating uh, term. I believe you brought that in yourself. That was yours. There. Uh, uh, the mind here is what I want to hear. Yeah, facing defenses is is what I said. Uh, uh, the Patriots have faced okay, some defenses, though. Just uh, mind you. As, as, as I mean, note. Eric, to, to, to at least discredit that just a tiny bit, the Patriots have at least beat the, the Buffalo Bills this yes, year. So. Very, very good. Oh, oh, they beat the Buffalo Bills. Yes. All right. I mean, hey, listen, it's a lot better. Playoffs, a lot man. better what the fuck Cowboys have done. Wait, wait, wait. And also, they barely beat the Buffalo Bills. They had to decapitate Josh Allen. To win that game by six, Matt Barkley, they, they, he was trying to drive down the field for the whole fourth quarter. There's no asterisks in this up. conversation. Yeah, Eric. there's no, there's, it's, just, it's not, you got to win. You got to do what it takes to win. And if it happens to be uh, severely injuring an opponent, I guess, you know, sometimes that's that's got to be it, I guess. I don't know. They, nobody got hurt in Baltimore. 
Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. <laughs> right? Nobody and got Belichick's injured. Belichick saving the Terry Lamar Jackson's ACL play for the oh. for the playoffs. Oh, like uh, uh, a small animal was drowned or some at some point. <laughs> yeah, no players were injured, <laughs> but we know that Belichick is like. There's some sacrificial like ceremony happening uh, right now. There's a like a, a goat. It's got to do with there's a goat and there's some fire. Uh, yeah, there's a seance. Some. <laughs> um, some mumbling. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. That's, I, that's not what I mean. Um, that being said, uh, you know, the Patriots have one hell of a schedule coming up right now. Um, yeah, they and do. For the first time in the season. They played the first professional football team uh, besides, I guess, Buffalo, but I'm still not willing to anoint them. Um, this uh, last week, uh, they go off a bye week, but let's be, uh, let's be clear that, you know, there were some wrinkles uh, the, the Patriots' defense was bailing them out of offensively during the first half of the season, um, and, and, and part of those those wrinkles offensively could have been um, prevented if they uh, or were were not prevented, even though they were playing some dumpster fire teams. Now they yeah. go bye week Eagles, which I feel bad for the Eagles coming off about bye week. If you know what Bill Belichick does. Um, the lambs, the sacrificing, the things like that. Then they get, they yeah, get the we'll, Cowboys. we'll be betting on New England next week, by the way, guys. They get the Cowboys. Yeah, right now they're three point favorites, by the way, on the road versus the Eagles, which is like just throw all your money at that right now. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, then they do get a, a second bye week with the Eagles, and then it goes uh, Texans, Chiefs, they hit Bengals, and then they get Bills again. So of their uh, last handful of games, they got a couple of defenses to face here. And, um, and Baltimore defense isn't even that crazy good, they're just pretty good. Uh, this is going to be uh, a very telling time here. So um, we all know that they only have to lose five games and they'll still win the Super Bowl. But um, what if they, you know, what if they lose six? That'd be crazy. You, you know, the, the, I want to talk about one thing. You're the best bet on the entire board that I want everyone listening to go grab right now. And uh, hopefully both of you do it too. The Kansas City Chiefs, they, they lost, you know, one of the two games that Patrick Mahomes, he should be coming back soon. The schedule the rest of the season for them, I'll run through it quickly. The sorry... Tennessee Titans, the sorry LA Chargers, the sorry sorry Oakland Raiders, yep. the sorry New England Patriots, the sorry Denver Broncos, the sorry Chicago Bears, and the sorry LA Chargers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Bad teams the rest of the season. <laughs> um, Patrick Mahomes is back, plus 500 to win the AFC Championship. If oh, D4 man. doesn't line up offsides, they win last year. Um, you know, they should maybe get the one seed this year. And it's going to seem crazy, maybe, that, that, that reigning MVP, Patrick Mahomes. It's plus 500 to win the AFC with that horrible schedule the rest of the year. Um, I, I, all jokes aside, I really do think that's that's an, an amazingly amazing bet. Uh, we know they're going to make the playoffs, and um, they, they should get you know a buy in their first round. I love the Chiefs at plus 500 to win the AFC. You know, the problem is, though, they're, they're, they're going to get a buy, and they're probably going to like see Baltimore. Yeah, and then they're going to just they're going to they 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 can't handle it. Their defense is terrible. Yeah, I don't think I actually like Baltimore in that game. Uh, in that's, the playoffs, that's, only, that's my only caveat there. They say that I love it. You're, you're absolutely right, um, but I just see them on a collision course, and uh, and they just don't want any part of that. But it's yeah, a long it's, season. It may be true. Yeah, it is a good bet though. That's I mean, it is a good bet. Five hundred. five to one is crazy. Right it's actually crazy that they're that low right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I, well, I this has to be the show that breaks the all-time record for most digs at the New England Patriots hey, in a thirty-five-minute podcast. It's has to, you know, in, in here. But per capita, though, 
um, you know, there's not a lot of opportunity for it. So you got to get them where you can. Um, and you know, normally there's just not, you, you just don't have the fodder. There's no cannon fodder to, to you know, you yeah. got some fodder. You got to You got to blow your wad. Um, plenty, plenty of fodder this week. Yeah. Plenty of fodder. You got to You got to You got to let loose. It's been building up, right? Yeah. We're in no, it's, yeah. it's no, not November here, right? It's, 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 there's a lot, there's a lot of built up angst over the course of the season. I, and I get it and I understand it maybe of all things, guys, we got a roll here. Uh, this has been the aftermath folks. You can find us, uh, um, through iTunes podcast. You can find us at the, uh, the under review show.com. Um, you can also, uh, you can also find us in, uh, on Spotify. You can find us at, uh, the CLNS media network at podcast one. We're available everywhere. We are the greatest sports betting podcast in the world. Probably. And uh, on behalf of my two fantastic guests, um, um, Eric Rosenthal and Sean Pfeiffer, uh, we'll see you guys uh, later this week. Adios, muchachos. Uh-huh.